0: Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, senior editor behind the steel and this is the Steelers no game special post game, whatever we're calling this podcast at this point in time. Steelers don't play till Monday night football in week 17, and so the early games are done, which means that everyone else in the AFC North has already completed their game. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about how that, Im- you know, the, the implications for the Steelers with the playoffs and the postseason. Not looking good. I'll give you a little hint there, uh, and also uh, we'll talk about the upcoming game, and maybe even we'll get into some Antonio Brown craziness, which happened during one o'clock games. <laughs> but uh, joining me is is uh, Dave Schofield, editor of BTSE. What's up, Dave?
1: How's it going, Jeff? I think I sound a little bit better than I did uh, on the preview and everything else.
0: A little less Barry White, yeah. yeah a little, <laughs> little bit more Dave Schofield, a little less Barry White. But yeah, you might be those that are tuning in live on Facebook or YouTube might be wondering where's Brian Anthony Davis. He's having some technical issues. He might be with us. Uh, he might not. If not, we'll be okay. We'll handle the job. We can shoulder the load for sure. Um what do you want to start here, Dave? I mean, let's start with the Steelers playoff. odds now because the Bengals beat the Chiefs last second field goal they win the Rams somehow find a way to come back and beat the Ravens but that 10 doesn't really help the Steelers too much that one didn't matter the Raiders beat the Colts and that was the big win so Dave why don't you lay that out for everyone out there
1: yeah everyone that was rooting so hard against the Ravens that game did not matter that did not matter at all for the Pittsburgh Steelers with the playoffs because they still play the Ravens. They were going to have a chance to give them another loss anyway. The Steelers were going to need two wins. So the Ravens were, were not any issue. Now, it would have helped the Ravens get in if they, if they could then beat the Steelers the next week. But that, you know, so it did help in that aspect, but it didn't help the Steelers' chances. What the Steelers needed is they either needed the the Bengals to lose their last two games for them to have a chance at the FC North. That did not happen. Now, Jeff, I don't think you watched the game. There was some sketchy shenanigans going on in that game.
0: I mean, there was the Kansas City Cincinnati game. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I did not watch a a minute of football today. So that's why I'm basically going to be interviewing you. Yeah. Well,
1: well, the, the drive that the Bengals took the lead, it was on a third down. They got a call of a horse collar tackle out of bounds. It wasn't a horse collar. They just didn't like it because the guy had a hold of the guy and slung him around and slammed him down out of bounds. And it looked bad, but it really wasn't a penalty. Nothing about it was a penalty. They called it a horse collar. It wasn't a horse collar. And it gave the Bengals a first down, which allowed them to go down and get a touchdown. If not, they would have been settling for a field goal um, to cut it to one, or they would have had to go for it on fourth down. So that was kind of some shenanigan calls. Then the, the... I have no idea for people that are watching this. I have no idea why the Bengals on fourth and goal at the one when they had had it first to goal at the one and didn't score for three straight plays rather than kick the field goal, went for it. They, they were lucky to get offsetting penalties. It should have just been penalties on the Bengals, but they called offsetting penalties and gave them another shot and they went for it again and they called a face mask in the end zone um, when you could still see the offensive line was still holding, but they didn't call it that, that time and gave them a new set of downs to where they could take a knee, spike the ball, kick a field goal to win the game. Now it came at a cost because Joe Burrow was not out there for the last two snaps. He hurt his knee on that play where they were going forward on fourth and goal. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, But by that, the Cincinnati Bengals are the AFC North champions. they They defeated the Kansas City Chiefs. The the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns are all out of AFC North contention. The Browns will not get a chance to win their first AFC North crown. Um, So that's one good thing. But uh, honestly, well, let me lay out the scenarios, then we can come back and talk about this game. I was going to say, what do do the Steelers have to do? By the the, the Raiders – by the Raiders beating the Colts, that changed the scenario because the the only way the Steelers could catch the Colts would, would be they either needed the Raiders to lose one of their last two, along with a bunch of other teams, or they needed the Colts to lose both of their last two. Now, the Colts still have a chance to lose both of their last two, so the Steelers can't be officially eliminated um, before Monday night. The problem is... What they need now is they – because the the problem is the Raiders and the Chargers play each other the last week of the season. They can't both lose that game. Also, a tie doesn't help because that would have them with the same record as the Steelers, and they both beat the Steelers. So that doesn't help. A tie there would not help at all. So bottom line is, what's going on right now – so if you're listening to this later, we don't know what's happening – the Chargers have to lose to the Broncos – and then they have to beat the Raiders next week. That gives an opening for the Steelers to get in, or the Colts have to lose to the Jags next week. Which the Jags gave up fifty some to the Patriots. Lost fifty. What was it? Fifty to ten? Was that the final score there? It was something crazy. It was. It was. It was really bad. We'll just say that it was the final score. Yes, was fifty to ten. So. You're, I'm telling you there's a chance, but, yeah, the, the odds of the Steelers making it in, their only chances to be um, a, a wild-card team, and it's very slim now, even if they were to win out.
2: All right, let's welcome Brian Anthony Davis to the show. Brian, what's going on? Hey, the rooting god let me down in a few places today, I will tell yes. you that. But, hey, there's still some rooting to do, and uh, I'm not hanging it up yet.
0: Well, Brian, go ahead and uh, – before we went on the air, when you were – before your computer had some technical issues, you said that there was some Harbaugh type stuff going on in the Cincinnati game. I'd like to hear you expand
2: on that. Dave just basically said it, the, uh, it, it was just, you know, it was smart stuff. I mean, it wasn't, it won them the game, but I just thought the arrogance of continuing to go for it on the one inch line and getting all those breaks and just, you know, we are going to finish this and, just not let not let Kansas City on the field, which you know that's smart football. They played for a
1: penalty. They were playing yeah, for a penalty. Yeah.
2: It just yeah. seemed very. It seemed very Harbaugh esque to me. It seemed yeah. very arrogant. And this is going to be very controversial. And I probably should not be saying this whatsoever. But if Joe Burrow's knee is messed up, which I don't think it's messed messed up that bad. Hopefully, though. but it, but if it's messed up, then that's all. On the Bengals for being arrogant, they could have screwed themselves with this, and that is just plain stupidity for the risk that they took in this game and serves them right if it does. I hope it doesn't, but serves them right.
0: Okay, so l- let's bring this full circle here.
1: Go ahead, Dave. What do you want to say? I'm just gonna say they shouldn't have been they shouldn't have got away with it. It worked out perfect for them that they kicked a field goal with no time left. But bottom line is there at the end. They were basically, like I said, they were kind of playing for a penalty, but um, they shouldn't have got away with it the way they did. You know, and all of a sudden there's a second penalty thrown on the first attempt that no one ever really saw. They never really showed to make him offsetting. Everyone was just like, oh, and they called him down. He might have actually been in. So that might have, they might have had to push them back to 10 yards. And then they would have kicked the field goal then. And then Kansas City would have had another, you know, they would have had 45 seconds or so to try to match the field goal. Um, they went to not let Mahomes touch the ball again. That was their strategy. Um, and honestly, it shouldn't have paid off, but I feel like they were bailed out more by the guys in black and white than they were by their own playing.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, let's let's bring this full circle. Then talk about the Steelers and yeah. what this means for
0: Monday night. Now the Browns could be eliminated before the game. Yes. Uh, I think if they if what is it, if the Chargers win, then they're eliminated. Is that what I saw on if the Twitter, Chargers win,
1: the Browns are eliminated. Yes.
0: Right. So it's one of those situations where the Browns could have nothing to play
1: for on Monday night football. Whoa. But it's because the Browns lost to both the Chargers and the Raiders. They lost right. to both of them. just like the Steelers did. So yeah. they couldn't catch they couldn't catch them. Yeah. They don't have that half game like the Steelers do. So knowing what we know
0: now, Brian, I'll throw it over to you first. What do, what do you think this does to the Monday night game on primetime uh, for the Steelers and Browns? I mean, obviously, there's significance there because of Roethlisberger and his final home game, most likely. Uh, but, Brian, what do you think this news it, – it does suck. I mean, let's be honest. It does suck. <laughs> but at the same time, it is what it is. What do you think, Brian?
2: Well, let me give you a Mike Tomlin answer. <laughs> We're not worried about anybody else. We're not watching the scoreboard. We're wor- worrying about what we do. And so they are not eliminated from the playoffs completely right now as at this point. Now, if uh, if the Broncos uh, pull off something for this, I mean, and help out, you know, that's definitely that's great. Um, but you're also in a you're also in a position. Where you you're just gonna play your own football, and I don't know if they're going to be if the Steelers going to be completely eliminated at eight o'clock this evening, which means at eight o'clock tomorrow evening when they're taking the field, they may not be eliminated. So I would just go ahead and and we can't worry about the fact that the Colts um, have to play the Jaguars because we've seen teams like the Texans beat the Chargers last week, and we've seen the Jaguars pull off a crazy victory over the Tennessee Titans, who are now the number one seed in the AFC, which a lot of people aren't uh, realizing that because we're just talking about the Kansas City Chiefs losing. But now with that, there's a new number one in town, and it's Tennessee. So this uh, this loss really, uh, really hurt Kansas City here. But if you're a Steeler fan, you just worry about taking care of your own business tomorrow night and hope- hoping that there's something to play for.
0: What do you think about that,
1: Dave, in terms of the overall – thought process going into this game you got to take care of business i mean like i said the steelers can't officially be eliminated so you know even if you're if your chances are very very small you've still got to play like you have a chance end of story yeah um can, can i address a couple things real quick That was brought up in the live chat. One, it was brought up, I think it was West that said, I because I was watching Red Zone, I didn't see the whole way through, that apparently on that offsetting penalty, it was a pretty bad penalty on Kansas City. The other thing is someone else brought up that in a three-way tie, head-to-head does not matter. That is incorrect. Um, If you go to the NFL's official page, if there are three or more clubs that are tied, the first tiebreaker is head-to-head. Assuming that they all three played each other, if they didn't right. all so play they each other, have it, you have th- to have the like of it. And and all and if it's the Steelers, the Raiders, and the Chargers, they all three played each other. So the first thing they'll do is the Steelers were zero two. Boom, they're out. Then they would look at between the other two teams. So.
0: so for those that are watching us live, you're rooting hard for Denver, right, Dave? Yeah. Right so now, that's holding for Denver. right now.
1: That Root increases the chances.
0: Increases the chances. So. It's had a 2013, we always talk about 2013, right? Yeah. All those things that needed to happen and how crazy that was and a Ryan suck-up kick away from the Steelers magically finding a way in. Um, I hate the Chiefs for that reason and Ryan suck-up to this day, but still, crazier things have happened. Last year, Dave, what game knocked me out of the uh, survivor pool? The Jaguars beating Indianapolis. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Gardner Minshew's only win was against Philip Rivers and the Colts. So you never know. You never know. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, Brian, like, what about the rest of the games uh, so far today? Any, any other takeaways that we should talk about?
2: The Titans looked very dynamic against the uh, Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins were on a huge I, it wasn't a huge streak, but man, I mean, only lost one in their last a million, and they they really made them look look sad today. The running game was back. It did not look like the team that the Steelers played just a couple of weeks ago. I have to say that the Buffalo game, I Buffalo hanging in there with uh, with a team like the Atlanta Falcons in the snow at home, and then finding a way to win. I mean, they they extended the lead. Um, I guess they, I don't know whether they beat the spread or not. There was a 14 point lead at once, but there there was a point where they were winning. (laughs) I mean, I think that was a 14 and a half. So Dave, I'll let you jump in on that.
1: What was crazy with that? There was a, I, I know this is for people, whether they like to watch the other games or not. The final score of that one, I'm trying to find it here, ended up being 29 to 15. It was a 14 point spread. Or for four, a 14 point difference, but what was crazy was this. I know Jeff is cracking up over something. I'll tell us a little
0: bit. No, I'm laughing at the spread. It, it's oh, I don't know what the spread was. I'm just saying, oh, I'm just saying,
1: the victory was, was 14. 14. Spread. It was a 14 no. point margin of victory, and it was close to 14 points. spread. I can't remember. I thought, it was anyway, 14 and a half. What ends up happening is this if you guys weren't watching, Matt Ryan scrambles on, on third down and scores a touchdown. A guy hits him as he goes to the end zone. He comes up, spikes the ball, and you know, kind of puts the ball in his face. Gets called for the 15-yard taunting penalty. Then they roll after video replay that Ryan was down inside the one. Then there's the 15-yard penalty, so they have 4th and goal from the 16 because oh. of the because of the taunting penalty on the touchdown which ends up not being a touchdown. So that so they, they were cutting it to one score and then they overturned that and that penalty. So that game shouldn't have been so that close. What was the final score of that the game? The final to, score was twenty-nine to fifteen.
0: It was a fourteen and a half point spread. <laughs> so they covered Atlanta. And I'm looking at this is on our tally site. Okay, I took okay. Atlanta. I took Atlanta plus fourteen. I took Atlanta. I like that so much. Uh let's get yeah. this super chat on the on the screen here. Dollar ninety nine from and we're back. <laughs> and we're back. He said, so you're saying there's a chance. Yes, just like Lloyd Christmas on Dumb and mm-hmm. Dumber. Might not be good, but you're saying there's a chance for sure. Um, there was some big spreads this week. Dave, I want to go through some of them. Um, yeah. The Chicago Bears ended up winning that game. The the Bengals were getting five and a half, and they won outright. The Raiders, what was the final score of that game? The, um, they won by three. They won by three. didn't matter. They were getting six and a half. New England, minus 16 and a half. I took New England. I was like, Belichick's going to run it up, and he did.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he I took totally New England as well. totally ran it up. Well, I no, can't. I mean, they just kept picking off Trevor oh, yeah.
0: Lawrence. Yeah. And Tampa Bay barely beats the Jets. The Jets were getting 13 and a half at home. Missed that one.
1: Did you? You Go didn't ahead. see how that finished, did you?
0: I was figuring we would talk about Antonio around something. Yeah. It see how well, it the I-
1: finish of the game, the, the jets were up four and they had the ball fourth and two at like the six or seven yard line to go into score. And they went for it to seal the game rather than kick it rather than kick the field goal to go up seven and just give the ball back to Tampa with a minute left and no, uh, and no timeouts. And Tom Brady hits a long touchdown for, or, uh, with like twenty seconds left in the game, and then they went for two and ran it in with Le'Veon Bell, so that way a field goal wouldn't, wouldn't you know, couldn't tie up the game, but just absolutely crazy. That, All right, uh, so, I mean, they shouldn't have won that game; so, they but, were us
0: Okay, but let's talk about this. We have to, folks. Yes. There are people in the live chat that are like, "Oh, we should probably have this. We talked about the Steelers, but this the Steelers haven't played till tomorrow night, so." At this time, like we have to talk about Antonio Brown just went completely off the deep end. You mm-hmm. thought that it was bad when he left Pittsburgh in, what was it, the third quarter that he, or was it the fourth quarter? Does anyone know? I think, I it, think learned, it was the third, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I'm pretty third sure it was quarter. after
1: halftime, but I don't think it was long enough into right. They're losing. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so the third bad. quarter, He's he's frustrated, he's angry, but ever comes off the f- sideline, throws his helmet, takes his shoulder pads off and his jersey, takes his undershirt off, and then just literally leaves. He leaves. He just leaves. And then after the game, Bruce through Arians, the
1: end zone, he doesn't, yes. he
0: goes out on the field and waves to everybody.
1: Yeah. But it wasn't in Tampa. It was well, in New
0: York. And Bruce Arians already said in his post game, Antonio Brown is not a buck anymore. So he's literally, he hasn't been officially released yet, but he's getting cut if he hasn't been already. But I, I don't, I don't even know what to say about this guy. I mean, Brian, what do you add to that? I mean, this guy's off his rocker.
2: Yeah. You thought, uh, that whole, uh, that whole thing in Pittsburgh was bad. You thought, don't forget about, look, he hasn't left anywhere besides Pittsburgh on his own accord because the Raiders waived him because he was trying to get waived. They got rid of him. He goes to uh, his legal problems and his, that whole thing got him kicked out of New England. Now he's in, he's in Tampa and he just, this is one of the worst things to do in, in football is you quit. And the most embarrassing thing, not the fact that he quit, he struggled to get his shoulder pads off and the throw of his shoulder pads in his Jersey was just, uh, it was weak. You know? So there's a lot of people saying, Hey, there's a, there's now, there's now the possibility that his career is done. Eh, Not so fast. There Jerry Jones is a guy that would sell his soul to the devil to bring a guy like this in possibly, even with the weapons that they have. There's other teams that would too. So it's, it's a shame that this guy might be, might end up with a team in contention again in just another week. Dave thoughts on it. Who's going to,
1: who's going to pick him up on waivers. Cause he has to go on waivers because it's after the trade deadline and anyone picking him up on waivers is crazy. How could you watch that video and think that he's going to help your team? I I mean other than Jerry Jones cuz he's an idiot might do it it's, but i mean <laughs> who is going to do that i it's, mean it's, especially at this point of the season and it being so fresh i'm not saying that someone else might say oh well we well he's we've had it we thought about signing him so we had him go to therapy and everything else and blah 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 and then sign him for next year but picking him up off waivers man that that would be that would be
2: a crazy move for anybody there's always that wounded guy or girl that thinks, "Oh, I could fix her. I could fix him," <laughs> and it could benefit you too, you know. Well, what, apparently not, the Mike, only one that's
1: ever fixed him was Mike Tomlin, you know, because yeah. I, I don't know how they held that together for so long when you find out how bad it was. So my question is, what quarterback? Cor-
0: what quarterback would he rather play for? So he had Ben Roethlisberger, and what most would say in their stint together, there's. In that four-year span, they were almost unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we understand it didn't equate to a Super Bowl. Whatever. Not talking about that right now. So oh. then he goes to Derek Carr. Derek Carr doesn't even last a, a month. He goes to Tom Brady in New England, gets suspended, finds his way back with Brady in Tampa Bay. Who, what quarterback out there wants to deal with this guy? I don't think anyone, especially once
2: going into the playoffs. Brian, do you have one in the off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, no, but if you want a ring and you think an extra weapon could come in and help you out and think that you could you, that your locker room is strong enough to deal with this guy, hey, I can tell you right now, Aaron Rodgers would Aaron Rodgers would bring him in. I
1: This is a whole different level of crazy now. I mean, AB was already at a huge level of crazy, and he went next level. I mean... That's, I don't know, that, that that's way too much crazy for anyone who's trying to get on a... I mean, if you're somebody limping in to the playoffs and you need a spark, that's still... A,
2: that That's a huge gamble. A huge gamble. Alfred just said Chiefs pick him up soon. Hey, Mahomes <laughs> could handle him. Andy Reid can handle him. I can see that.
0: Uh, well, the I wonder if the NFL will cut. step in. I wonder if the NFL will step in and suspend him for... Or, or if the I don't know, like the Tampa Bay Bucks have options as well,
1: but I, Peter, they should suspend him without pay rather than rather than cut him.
0: Is that feasible? Can you actually do I that? Think in the CBA? I think the EBA,
1: based on what he did, I, I don't know that the, I, I can't say for sure if it's possible for them to do that. Then, then, then the conduct detrimental to the team. I mean, yeah. walking off, you know, leaving them shorthanded during a game—that's pretty detrimental.
2: So. Whew. Apparently, Tom Brady did not invite him over to his house yeah. enough. Um, That's what it was. <laughs> That's what it was.
1: Um, also, if if it gets any worse, guys, um, with Teddy Bridgewater already out, uh, and apparently Drew Locke has left the game for the Denver Broncos, who's a quarterback now? Oh, <laughs> uh, something starts with a C. Mark, Mark Rippin's, Rippin's son. It. Mark? Oh, is it? No. Oh, yeah. no, it's no. It's uh, yeah. Who is it? Mark Rippin's son. I'll find it.
2: Yeah, um, I think it's I've got Rippin's son
1: yeah it's oh yeah that's right it's be ripping he'd be ripping the football down the field
0: (laughs) he'll be here all week folks (laughs) oh my gosh um it's not good what about that what about the uh, a lot of people on twitter have been hitting me up today asking what i think about the baltimore backup quarterback huntley and they're saying, should the Steelers try to go get him? Now, let me ask you, I, I didn't watch any of the game today, but I've seen him play. He's a very talented quarterback. Was that is that the type of quarterback you'd be interested in potentially having in Pittsburgh? Brian, we'll start with you. Real
2: quick, before we get in that, just wait. In a couple seconds, it's going to pop up where Andrew Wilbar is going to Take credit for his entire career, like he does for everybody that has everybody that's that the Steelers don't take or stick in the seventh round. He's gonna go, Oh, yeah, I knew it, I should be the new GM. And so, um, no, no, I mean, I, I don't know, I mean, I don't think he's what they're looking for. Actually, I think they're looking for an accomplished veteran. I think he's, uh, I think Tyler Huntley is a very good, um, option, he fits very well in the Ravens offense, but is he, is he a guy that's going to fit in every offense? So no, I don't know. Dave, what are your thoughts on Mr. Huntley?
1: All right. Tyler Huntley. He was what? he was drafted. Where? I I mean, no, he was an undrafted free agent. Right. Yeah. Um, And so they, but that was last year that, that they had him. So they still have him for another two years. I don't see why I, I don't see why they'd want to get no. rid of him, right?
0: Undrafted free agents are on like a year-to-year basis, aren't they?
1: Um, wouldn't he then be a restricted free agent or something like that? You know what? I'm going to oh, have to look it, this it, up here.
0: Yeah, I mean, here if we go. A, what? You look it up? Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll look it up. You guys keep talking. Okay. I'm trying to see where he went to. Uh, he went to Utah. Yeah, he went to Utah. That's news to me. And he was undrafted free agent after the 2020 NFL draft. Yep. So, not 2021, 2020.
1: So, his current contract runs, r- yeah, run, runs through this year. But I do, like I say, I think that would make him, um, oh, because, yeah, I think he'd be a restricted free or exclusive rights free agent first because he was actually on their practice squad last year. So, that kind of changes everything up a little bit. So, but they'd be really dumb if they, to let him go well you so. put
0: you it unrestricted or i'm sorry yeah, unrestricted free agent is when you can put a mm-hmm. well, you they would tender him wouldn't they
1: oh well, you mean exclusive rights free agent yeah which means yeah. he has no he would have no say in whether or not he could leave or not if they say we want you at this cheap really cheap price that's where he would be i'm not 100 sure that's where he is um um, Wes, well, Wes said he looked it up as well. I can't find out for sure that he's exclusive rights, but it makes sense based on his contract, okay? Yeah,
0: because I mean, there's is it restricted free agents when they put a tender on them, a second yeah. round tender, third yes. round tender, or whatever? Yes, so they wouldn't have to do that after
1: next year, so yeah.
0: All right, let's get this up here real quick. This uh, super chat, Kai gives us 499 it says, Greetings from Bloomington, Illinois. Just had my first born and, and, uh, excited to swaddle her in a terrible towel to watch Ben's last game. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, I've had several people that listen to our podcast say, you know, Oh, I'm so excited that we have you just brought in a, um, a new bit, ba- new baby, a new Steeler fan. Like, that's great. That's great. I can still remember doing that with our kids and all that. So congratulations guy. And thank you for the super chat. We appreciate it. Awesome. So, yeah. all right. Um, anything else to add before we, uh, call it a show? We just wanted to hop on here to talk about the Steelers playoff scenarios in case, in case you're just joining us late. Uh, the Steelers still are, they still have life. There's still a chance, but
2: it's not looking good. We'll put no. it that way. But, uh, Brian, anything to add? <sighs> wow. Well, uh, if you're, uh, doing a few Hail Marys, throw in a, uh, a hail orange in the next couple minutes and see if the, uh, the Denver Broncos could, uh, Hey, maybe they could channel a win, and uh, you know, loss of one of their all-time great head coaches this weekend, yesterday, where we lost Dan yeah. Reeves. So uh, m- maybe, uh, maybe that could rally the troops, just like it rallied the Raiders today with uh, John Madden. They had their, they had his initials on their jerseys or on their helmets. So y- you know, no matter what happens today. Just tomorrow is going to be an extra special game for a lot of reasons. It's prime time at home. Steelers, we know that October of 1991, over 30 years now, was the last time that happened, you know, that they lost at home. There's the uh, what is seemingly going to be the very last Ben Roethlisberger coming out of that tunnel at home as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Well, it's definitely going to be in 2021 because they cannot get a home playoff game because of the Cincinnati Bengals winning. So if he does play again after next week, if that happens, it's not going to be at Heinz Field. So, but there's, there's no reason to leave. And it's really funny. We're doing the name of this podcast is the Steelers no game show. And because it wasn't a post game. And we still have 213, actually above 200 some people watching us live to get Steeler information. Mm -hmm. And we know where they're going. We know they might be home for, uh, for January after next week. But everybody's still here because they have the passion for that team. Keep that passion tomorrow night. You know, tomorrow night could still be a playoff game in everybody's mind. So enjoy it, embrace it, sleep well tonight and get ready to rock Heinz field tomorrow. Dave, final thoughts.
1: Yeah. I will say something is that, uh, I think the, this, the Cincinnati Bengals, I hate to have to say this, but they deserve to win the AFC North. Um, if you can beat the beat the, who are they? Kansas city chiefs who are on a seven, you know, seven or eight game win streak. Um, even no matter how it happened, I, I see it. Not only that, they took out the Steelers twice. They took out the Ravens twice. You know, those are the only other two teams that have ever won the AFC North, and they beat both of them twice this year. So, to, so to say that, oh well, the Bengals they shouldn't have. No, the Bengals did what they needed to do, and they deserve it. The Steelers didn't do enough. The Ravens didn't do enough. The Browns didn't do enough. All the Steelers can do now, you know, you, you hope that Denver can pull off something amazing to increase your chances. You got to pull for Jacksonville next week. But most importantly, you got to win your games. You got to win your games. So the least you can do, Steelers, is go out there win your last two games against your AFC North opponents go out there win them. I know some people would say oh well why bother if you can't make the postseason get a higher draft pick you know what this isn't how this team wants to go down to finish out the 2021 regular season go out there you know fight 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 fight, and as I always say play hard
0: yeah those are good good points is always especially the last one you got to play hard and uh for me it's Ben Roethlisberger's this is it you know I mean this is this isn't just last home game this is last two games of his career likely and yeah could he play somewhere else I doubt he will and so even if the Steelers are eliminated from the playoffs in some way shape or form my gosh tune in because of that because he since 2004 the Steelers haven't had to worry about a quarterback in that time period so make sure you enjoy it it's definitely not the way it used to look in terms of Ben Roethlisberger, but he's he's getting up there in age, thirty nine years old. Like I said, and everyone says Father Time is undefeated. So, and keep in mind these shows. In case you're new to the platform, whether it's in the podcast or on YouTube, like, they're not going away. We're not the the we're not the platform that in the off season, you just don't hear from us. We still do every show at once a one show a a day on youtube and facebook we have other shows that run and audio only so make sure you check us out there as well as behind the which should be our one-stop shop for all things pittsburgh steelers and some of us i'm not sure who will be back after the game on monday night to talk about the steelers and browns in week 17 and then we'll start digesting week 18 as a trip to MT bank stadium finishes out the regular season so in the meantime folks thanks for joining us we appreciate it and we will see you all next time